good morning and welcome to the VSA Capital 5 Minute Morning Minor on Tuesday the 8th of August. Uh, and for a change, it's actually a really busy morning this morning. There's quite a lot of big news that we need to cover. Uh, morning, Paul, how are you? I'm very well, thank you. Very well. And you? Yep, uh, pretty good. Uh, right, uh, we'll start off uh, with actually the big one, which is Glencore, which I have to say, uh, I struggle to see much good news coming out of this. Uh, the market, I'm sure, was aware they weren't going to be great. They have marked it down those 3.7% uh, today, 17p, um, to 4.39, uh, which for what it's worth is still actually just below its IPO price of 500p uh, all those years ago. Uh, but what was your take on it, Paul? Yeah, I had a similar opinion here. Perhaps the only uh, little bit of light in this uh, statement here on half-year results was they boosted shareholder cash returns a little bit uh, here with a special distribution of $0.08 cents a share along with uh, $0.22 cents in the second tranche of cash distribution, which was uh, uh, first mentioned back in February. But otherwise, we're looking at uh, on the half-year results, uh, comparables from a year ago, uh, not looking good at all. 20% lower revenue year-on-year, 50% year, lower EBITDA, just $4.6 in earning, earnings for a fall of uh, 61%. And they did uh, raise the debt by quite a bit, uh, up to $1.5 uh, now in the um, on the books. So uh, like I say... Uh, to me, it just uh, uh, is not a surprise because of the, the declining order volumes across the world with slowing economic activity, but also uh, just uh, across the board fall in commodity prices as well on year-on-year -year comparison. But I guess I'm a little bit sobered by the fact of just how volatile uh, Glenn's cash flows uh, have been uh, based on these results. Uh, yeah, I mean... Uh... From a technical point of view, I sort of feel four pounds is probably bottom end of the trading range for Glencore, so we're not far off that, so uh, it doesn't look too bad. Anyway, let's move uh, swiftly on because there really is a lot of news. Uh, Tectonic Gold, did you look at that this morning, Paul? If not, I'll do it. Go ahead, go ahead. Uh, obviously, a corporate client of VSA Capital. Uh, they have put out a very full uh, corporate strategy here where they are basically saying they are farming out Specimen Hill. Uh, which uh, means that um, somebody else pays for all the drilling, which is always nice. Uh, they have updated us on Wellhead, their mineral sands, pointing out that the radioactivity points are some very important rare earth metals um, once and if they get that up into production. And that they're also getting paid for doing some technological work in Ghana uh, and will be traveling out there looking to actually see if they can expand what they're doing there. Again, what is key about this, it's, it's optionality. They're clearly, they've got the cash uh, they need to run the company. They don't need cash to expand any of their assets. So you've got three options on assets, all for free, effectively. Um, it's quite a niche little company. Uh, it's one that I have a lot of time for. I like the management. Um, so it's, it's one of those. It's, it's a grand old Duke of York, this. We did a placing for them at 0.275 about three years ago. It went all the way up to 2p and has marched all the way back down again. And hopefully this is the start of a march back up. Uh, that was that one. Uh, worth moving on. Did you look at Adriatic Metals, Paul? Nope, missed that one too. Okay, uh, they just raised 25 million today. This is silver and zinc in uh, Bosnia and Herzegovina. I uh, pronounced that wrong. And Serbia. Uh, look, it's really interesting. It's got all the great and good in there as, as, uh, as shareholders. I mean, it really has. 
Uh, and it clearly is a really good project. You might have views on the project, Paul. But the question is, is it worth £500 million, which is the current market cap? Particularly when you've got people like Camel on a significantly lower valuation. We're actually in production. Uh, do you have a view on Adriatic Metals, Paul? Yes, at $500 million, uh, on this, uh, it would have to be a much better either grade or uh, overall volume tonnage, I think, uh, on a comparables basis of uh, valuation-wise against Camel's uh, SASA project in Macedonia. So I have to uh, be caution investors on that particular situation. Uh, I would caution. I think it's got the wind behind it, and if the wind stops, uh, things will go horribly wrong. Now, also, out a bit late, so I'll excuse if you didn't see it, but did you see the Asian Met Resources news? No, I sure didn't. No, that did come out a bit late, but it looks as though they, they, they've just announced that several discussions are ongoing for a range of financing models which will support the development of the BKM project. Uh, this is one that you know has been desperate to get some money in to support it, um, but that's a bit of good news come out this morning, so the stock price has jumped there. It's one the punters used to love back in sort of um, 2018, 19. Got a bit of a fan club again in 2021, uh, but stuck down here at 1.275. It hasn't made anybody any money. Uh, now, uh, yesterday afternoon, we had some pretty, uh, I suppose, worrying news out of Atlantic Lithium, uh, where the Ghanaian government now, it would appear, are going to change the mining rules slightly. Uh, and there's likely to be some sort of a, a, a levy. Uh, they say they're in good discussions with the Ghanaian government, which I believe they are. Um, but unfortunately, we keep getting concerns popping up on Atlantic Lithium, which takes away, which which concerns a lot of people because it should look absolutely fantastic. Um, and of course, you'll probably talk a bit later, Paul, about some drilling results they've had this morning, uh, which you know continue to to build a great story. But it is meaning that Atlantic Lithium is really struggling to move forward as a share price. Uh, market cap now 100, 120 million pounds or something, which for what could be one of Africa's first major lithium projects, uh, certainly West Africa's first major lithium products, is too cheap. Uh, but it's all the stories that go around it. Um, stocks off 14% this morning, carrying on basically but uh, from yesterday's news. But Paul, they did have some drilling results this morning, didn't they? Uh, do you want to talk about them? Yes, I sure can. Uh, that was uh, its infill drilling results uh, that they had posted on one of the deposits they had that uh, has quite a bit of inferred in the uh, uh, estimate and infill moves it into the um, indicated category such that it would move into the mining reserve. Uh, that on the Awolia South deposit, South 2 deposit. And then they've also drilled below the pit shell resource uh, on Awolia Northeast uh, as well. So the numbers are looking very good, all mine grades and widths uh, that they've previously reported from other parts of the, and other deposits on the property. So they will become part of mining in due course here for them. Grades like 14 uh, meters at 1.27% to Li2O. So, uh, and uh, from a nearer surface as well. So uh, they end up getting put into the mine sequence. Uh, but as I say, unfortunately, the market is overtaken by other news going on in Ghana. Um, so there we go. Uh, that was five pretty hot stories there, Paul. Uh, is there anything else you just want to add on top of that? Yeah, sure do. Tiripati uh, Graphite uh, here with an update on their uh, quarterly operations here at this point. Uh, the key point for me 
is that uh, they, for their full year guidance, uh, they feel that they will meet all of their full year guidance volumes by the end of August, which means that their production guidance, you'd have to say, is being ra- formally raised at this point. Uh, and they're saying the market is buoyant for their material, uh, unlike uh, what some of the uh, other um, um, graphite producers uh, have uh, experienced uh, otherwise uh, so far. So uh, it's looking very positive here for Tirupati at this point. Yeah, look, I know you're pretty keen on graphite, and graphite is clearly a very important battery material. It's one that people often forget. And Madagascar is well known for uh, the quality of its graphite. Um, in fact, during World War II, I believe the British for a while basically took control of Madagascar in order to access it because it was so vital. Um, so, um, sort of all the ingredients there. The only problem is uh, Madagascar also is politically a very difficult country uh, for natural resources. Uh, so you've got to balance the the quality of the the product up with that as well. Um, anyway, there we go. Um, Paul, I think I did most of the talking today. I should be a mining analyst. <laughs> I think you saw more stories than I did. <laughs> and that's because I get in at 6.30 every day. Anyway, on that note, um, we'll uh, call it a day there and we'll be back again tomorrow. Thanks. Very good. We'll see you then. This podcast has been produced and edited by VSA Capital. It is intended for information purposes and not as investment advice. The information is intended for recipients who understand the risks associated with equity investments in smaller companies. Please do your own research and do not rely on a single source when making an investment decision. VSA Capital may derive fees from this content and seeks to do business with the companies mentioned.